Hello, my name is Jenna, and welcome to Security Small Talk. Hello, happy Tuesday and happy Halloween. Today, we are starting one of our reoccurring episodes focusing on scams. Today, we are going to be focusing on technical support scams. Now, there are three main ways that people will reach out to you regarding these technical support scams. The first one is through a phone call. They call saying that they are support from a well-known technology company, thus making you trust them. And they say that something is wrong with your computer and you need to download a software and allow them to access your computer so they can fix it. Next, what they will do is they will tell you that you have to pay to have a problem that doesn't exist fixed. The next is pop-up alerts. And this, these happen often when you visit a website or could be an ad on the website. These can look like errors from your computer or antivirus software. And they usually have you call a number or download software to get rid of the malware. Looking at one right now, I am reading computer scan alert, suspicious activity detected on your computer. Contact a live technician now with a phone number. This is all trying to get you to react on impulse, overriding the logical part of your brain to call them and give them your information and access to your computer. The next way you will receive one of these technical support scams is through an email, where an attacker will send you an email saying that there's a problem with your account or that your computer needs an update. These will also ask you to call a number or download a software. So what are these scams trying to get you to do and why do the attackers want you to take these actions? As you've heard, it's been a little bit repetitive. They're trying to get you to call a number as more people are more likely to be responsive to another human being rather than a message on a computer. Once they have you on the phone, they can ask for money to fix a problem that you don't have, which is a type of ransomware or they ask you to download a remote access software, allowing attackers to connect to your computer through legitimate software that would not be identified or blocked by antivirus softwares. These attackers are trying to get you to take actions for two reasons. The first is to get money. You pay them to fix your problems and they will run an another diagnostics report, find more problems and ask for more money. This could be the same day or a while later. They know that once you pay, you are more likely to pay again in the future. The second reason the attackers want you to take these actions is so that they are able to connect to your computer through a remote access tool. This tool will allow them access to your computer so they can download malware as well as download any documents they want to their computer. This could also give them access to passwords if you keep your passwords in a document or a spreadsheet. So how can you identify if your computer really has a problem? Well, the first step is do not panic. As I stated previously, these attacks are trying to get you to override the logic sense of your brain and panic and adrenaline will do that. So you need to download a reputable antivirus or preferably use one that you have previously downloaded and used and run a scan on your computer. The important part of this is to not download anything from the pop-up, email, or phone call as those are all attacker tools. You can find an antivirus software by searching online or by going to your local technology store and asking the workers there to assist you. Your antivirus software might find some malicious software and that's okay. You can use the antivirus to get rid of this malicious software. Also, 
Know that companies will not contact you if there is a problem with your computer, and security softwares will never ask you to call a phone number or click on a link. These are all indicators that it is an attacker trying to get you to take actions instead of an actual problem that's going on with your computer. Now, this is all well and good, but attackers are smart, and sometimes they trick us into giving them money or downloading software. So what do you do if you fell victim to one of these people? Well, the first thing to do is if you paid with a credit or debit card, reach out to the card company that holds it and report that the payment needs to be canceled. And if you gave the attacker your credit card number and information, request a new card. If you paid the scammer with a gift card, you can reach out to the company that you got the gift card for, saying that you bought the gift card for a scammer and asking if they can refund your money. Some companies will do this, some companies won't, but it's always worth a try. Now, if the scammer has your username and password, you need to reset every single one of your passwords. This is a very daunting task, but believe me, if you reused your password anywhere, the attacker will find it and get into your account. And wherever possible, set up multi-factor authentication on all of your accounts. If you downloaded something to your computer, make sure to delete it and keep your antivirus software up to date. Now know that there is a follow-up scam that attackers will use when they find out you are attempting to cancel their payments. They will call you pretending to be the company that you are working with, asking for more information so they can steal more money. The best way to combat this is to only work with someone through the official phone number on the company's website, or if possible, work with the company in person. The last step whenever someone reaches out to you trying to scam you is to report the scam. You can submit a report to reportfraud.ftc.gov. This gives the government more information to identify scammers and build cases against them. Also, when the FTC knows that there are more scams out there, they are able to create guides to educate people how to avoid common attacks. Thank you so much for spending your Tuesday with me. And remember, you need to think safe to be safe.